All right, and welcome to this week's uh, episode of The Capitalist Investor. There's uh, myself here, Tony Zabigala, and Derek Diamond Hands Gabrielson. <laughs> What's yeah. up, man? What's up, man? Hey, nice job on that intro. You yeah. nailed it. Hey, did I? Yeah, it's my first shot at it. And, and, and we're missing uh, uh, Luke. We're lo- missing Luke again this week, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I think one of the topics is uh, I, I'm um, one of um, one of the listeners uh, reached out. I asked him, uh, you know, is there anything on his mind that he he wanted to hear from us? And so um, he made a comment. He's like, I know you guys hit on it briefly uh, about going a little bit more in depth on the job market and, and maybe try and make sense of it. And I know uh, jobs are a, a lagging indicator for recession, but with so many companies uh, looking for people that, you know, how does that affect inflation? So man, everything, it's just a big loaded question because <laughs> yeah. it, it, like everything affects everything and, and it's pulls and tugs and pushes. It, it's just a weird dynamic. So let's start off with, with that question. And then we'll bring up the fact that I, I called the, the open champion uh, last week and how I deserve a free lunch. But he picked couple, the winner. I picked the winner. The, the, the winner straight yeah. up is, is yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, dude, Cam Smith, man, <laughs> that dude can roll the rock. Yeah, he can. He is. He can. He is. The, he's one of the best putters I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, I don't watch too much live golf, um, but I I've been to Hawaii a couple times, so yeah. I actually watched the Kapalua event this year. Yeah, and Cam Smith won that. Yeah, and. The dude is ridiculous at putting. Yeah, <laughs> and he took on in that tournament. He took on John Rahm, like head head up, heads up, and and beat him. Yeah, uh, just yeah, he's a he's a he's a player, man. Yeah, the 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 old saying, man, you know, drive for show, putt for dough, is for real. That yeah. is, if you can roll the rock, man, you are going to go low, especially so. at the old course. Yeah, yeah, the greens are half of them you know they're like <laughs> 400 feet wide by 400 feet deep that's crazy all right so jobs inflation um how does all this stuff tie together it's a fantastic question you know i know i know mark uh has has brought up that one of the things that is going to the biggest bubble that's going to burst out of all of this is the job market yeah he keeps on saying that so I think Derek and I are going to do our best to really dive in why that may happen and what it means to everything else. So the job market right now is very interesting. It, it just this week, Apple, Goldman Sachs, Google, Facebook, they, they have all came out and said that they are slowing hiring. Mm-hmm. They're not firing people. They're just slowing the pace. And that's the beginning. Okay. Um, you know, talking to some of our equity strat- or strategists here in the office, you know, there's a lot of job openings right now, you know, based on, you know, the, the weekly jobs report. Mm-hmm. And, but if you really dive into the jobs that are available, it's just those, those jobs that may be $50,000 and below, you know, it's just that we're, we're missing those people because they've found jobs paying them more and, and we're missing those types of jobs. And, I, and I'll even come back to that because I had another conversation with um, a client who's in the agriculture business. Um, but 
the job openings are are there, but they're they're not for the primarily the 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 white collared workers. And and actually, if if you start listening to the whispers, a lot of those white collar jobs are actually being eliminated. Mm-hmm. And and my idea behind why they're being eliminated is because three years ago, if somebody you know, I was talking to a headhunter, another friend of mine, a headhunter. Um, he's more of a engineering technical placement, a headhunter. And he goes, the guys that were making 65, 70 grand three years ago are now making 90 to 100. Right. Same job, same person, same talent, making 20, 30% more money. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, when we do go through a cycle of a recession and we're probably in a recession. We'll find out in a few weeks from mm-hmm. GDP readings. Um, people, you know, things are going to slow down and, and the first people to lose their jobs are going to be the people that were f- paid a lot of money to get in the door right now. Yep. Absolutely. And this, these are, these are, you know, kind of th- uh, things out there that, that we've been talking about uh, for a while, but <clears throat> You can you can definitely sense the shift uh, of what's going on, and and that's what you know. Mark and I were, were talking about. Um, I think it was about two months ago. But what has to happen first, and why the you know the unemployment number is probably a very lagging uh, indicator, is because there's I think there was up to twelve million job openings. I think it's a little bit less now. Those job openings are all going to need to well, not all of them, but they're 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 going to need to go away before it's going to start affecting the unemployment rate drastically. Yep. Um, so with all of those big companies coming out, because we all know the the small business side of things, everyone's challenged because of the inflation. But when those big companies are coming out and saying, Hey, we're, we're slowing, uh, we're slowing our hiring or we're stopping hiring or we're reducing our hiring plan that, that we had six months ago. Those are the type of things that you want to start to listen to really before, you know, just that headline unemployment number, because that is kind of showing us the, the, the things that are that are about to come. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I saw this week a lot of the home builders. So I, I like watching home builders. I, I do feel that that is a good heartbeat mm-hmm. on the strength of the economy because you're buying a house, you're selling a house, there's money moving everywhere. And then you just have the general people that are building the houses, you yep. know, the jobs that takes to build the houses from the materials and everything. And the house builders are coming out and saying, we are slowing down dramatically. Mm-hmm. And you can also see that in a lot of the commodity prices, lumber's yep. back to normal. Uh, you know, you, you have a lot of um, copper, things like that. The, the commodities that are that go into building buildings and, and um, uh, you know, just buildings in general and houses, uh, everything is coming down. And that, that's actually that I feel that that's one of the first signs. And we're going through a deflationary phase in certain areas. Yep. I got my electric bill and it's I don't know, 50% more than it was last year. And I don't think that's going down, but um, we, you know, it's just some of the, some of the pieces are starting to crumble and, it, and it's starting in housing right now. Now, now that is also related to the fed and that's where, again, how everything's interconnected. The fed is jacking up rates right. fast. <laughs> um, 
you know, there's whispers of 100 basis points coming up here in, uh, in, in a few weeks. Uh, they're, pro- they're definitely doing 75. Will they go 100? Who knows? But at the end of the day, what the Fed is really trying to do is destroy demand. Mm-hmm. You know, if people don't want stuff, the price will need to come down right. to, to move the product, right? Mm-hmm. And that is what they're trying to do. And everyone's talking about a soft landing. I don't even know what that. Re- I mean, yeah. I have. To, I can think of what that means, but does anyone really know what that means? It sounds like <laughs> a fancy buzzword. But yep. I, I guess the soft landing is like, okay, we don't lose jobs and inflation comes down. Like it, it can't. They're landing that jumbo jet on a post-it stamp, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna. You know, it, it, they're trying to speed it up, and you know, I, I, you always hear the the saying that. You know, it's not the speed <laughs> that kills you; it's the sudden stop. Right. <laughs> and when we're we're going to hit a pace where they over they over tighten, they over increase the rate, and they're going to have to immediately go in the other direction because yep. I don't think because everything's quote unquote lagging, and they're not going to be able to time that. I don't have a good feeling about it. No. And this is you know another common theme we've been talking about. This is. The unwinding of all of this that we've gone through in the last two and a half years, that's going to be painful. <laughs> and we're in the pain right now. And it's not going to be a short uh, cycle, but it's needed, right? We need to get back to somewhat of a, a, a more normal economy where all of the, all of the, the cornerstones of a good economy that, yep. that we've seen from, you know, you know, a lot of years in, in, in the 21st century, honestly. Um, Inflation has been low for so long. Yeah, exactly. Through most of my lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, and it was the 80s that everyone continues to talk about. It was, right. it was 40 <laughs> years ago. Yep. You know, like it, it's um, it's been 1%, 2% for well over the last 10 to 20 years almost, it feels like. So, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, this is a rude awakening. We just haven't seen it in a while. Uh, yeah. And, and so I started thinking, I'm like, okay, inflation can go one of two ways. It can go higher or it can go lower. And I'm like, okay, what can drive inflation lower? And that's what the Fed is trying to do right now. Um, they're trying to create a recession, mm-hmm. honestly. I mean, they're trying not to create it, but it's going to create a right. recession, I should say. Um, they're they're trying to balance out the supply and demand and destroy the demand so that there's more supply, thus bringing down the prices. Uh, and they're doing that through rate hikes. Good luck trying to really time that, mm-hmm. you know, um, because every indicator that they're mostly looking at is is backwards looking. Exactly. Um, on the other hand, you know, what could still drive our inflation higher? And, you know, we still have a war in, in Europe that – you know, doesn't really hit the headlines as much anymore, but it's still there and it's affecting a, actually more of food. Mm-hmm. Um, the food, you know, Ukraine's supposed to be one of the breadbasket countries in, in Europe and food will always be high uh, for the foreseeable future uh, because we need the grains to feed the animals and that mm-hmm. trickle down effect. Um, and I feel that energy is part of that problem too. Yep, for sure. So... It's going to be an even bigger problem, <clears throat> energy that is uh, in Europe, you know, this winter. Uh, that's going to be a, a huge issue. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> everyone opening up their, their electric bills, uh, even in Northeast Ohio, you know, they've, they've felt the pain 
of the energy crunch, and yeah. that's not going away anytime soon. Right. I'm I'm worried about my natural gas bill in the yeah, <laughs> in the winter time. Right insane. now, it's really really cheap because <laughs> it's not on. My air conditioning's on. That's yeah. why the, you know. So it's this flip flop. But I I had an interesting conversation with one of one of my clients who's in agriculture business, and again, they can't find the help that they need to plant the seeds and take care of the farm and, and items like that. And, and the, the conversation is going about capital investment into better technology. Hence, you know, getting a, he was talking, uh, again, I'm not an agriculture guy, but something that can take the job of three people, mm -hmm. you know, it's about digging up the soil, planting a seed and covering it back up. Right. You know, typically he needed two to three people. He goes, I can't even find one. So <laughs> I, I'm, he's, he's talking to me like, what's the best way to finance this thing where I can, I, I can put money into this machinery that mm -hmm. takes up three jobs. And, that is what is actually going to happen if if people don't want to go back to work. We we are going to be replaced by machinery, yep. uh, AI, you know, the mm -hmm. artificial intelligence, and it's coming because yep. we can't we can't pay people higher wages and then expect to go out and get a good deal on chicken wings tomorrow. Right. Right? <laughs> exactly, the chicken wing index. Yep, <clears throat> the chicken wing and index the, is real. Yeah, and uh, you know maybe one last index uh, before we we move on to the, to the live. crab index. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> we that. talked I'm about that. Talk about um, that every week. So I guess you know one of the the key indicators out there is um, car repossessions, and mm. um, if you're about to enter into a recession. And those have spiked. <laughs> I, I don't know the exact numbers. I, I was just seeing uh, some people talking about it on um, on Twitter and, and LinkedIn. Um, but, you know, th so these signs are out there, I think. Um, you know, we, we obviously get a lot of calls. Um, well, not a lot of calls, but, you know, we're talking with our clients, talking about, you know, what we see coming up ahead. Um, and we, we'll only talk about it for a minute. Um, but the banks this week and the bank earnings um, and really the the investor calls, I think, is really what got people talking. Um, you know, the the the, the guidance that, that the banks provided, and I'm thinking of Jamie Dimon um, on, I think, Monday. But, you know, basically not painting a very pretty picture for the economy. Um, and even though this should probably be a better environment for the banks, I would think, with, with rising interest rates. Banks usually make more money when, when the interest rates are higher. Um, but, you know, they're, they're very concerned about the, the length and the depth of the possible recession coming, I think. Probably the easiest way to say it. So um, something to keep an eye on there. Uh, they also cut uh, buybacks uh, a little bit, which would be indicated, indicative, indicative of um, you know, kind of hunkering down, you know, yeah. building up a war chest. Yeah, the one thing I got, the biggest thing I got out of out of the banks because they all missed. It feels like they all missed their 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 benchmarks, and it was it felt like a reoccurring theme of that they're they're building up their war chest for delinquent um, in default mm -hmm. loans. Right. And okay, they're doing that, but it's also there to protect us so mm -hmm. that we don't have another two, you exactly. know, 2008. They're, they're just, they're required to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, especially when they see things on the horizon of, of slowdowns. Uh, but one of the interesting things about the recession that we're in or possibly going to be in is the, the, the job market at the end of the day is still strong. Okay, so the recession shouldn't be deep. 
Mm-hmm. But there needs to be that. It needs to be some of some demand destruction. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is to increase interest rates, make things a little bit more difficult for people so that we can recalibrate. Yep, absolutely. So, all right, well, let's, let's finish up here with, uh, well, let's talk about the live real, real quick, because there's, <laughs> there's lots of news coming out. Um, I guess four players are rumored to be leaving, uh, including, uh, for sure. We know Hendrik Stenson, who essentially gave up his Ryder Cup captaincy um, to leave for the live, which if you know anything about golf, especially the Europeans, um, you know, the Ryder Cup for the Europeans, is, is, it's it. Yeah, you saw Rory, uh, you know, break down in tears on national television, um, you know, the, the last time um, up in Whistling Straits. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that, um, you know, the PGA – you know, they, they, I didn't know that they really ran the, the mm-hmm. Ryder Cup. I thought that was more of just an international yeah, me too. I, tournament. I didn't, I didn't know. know that. But so now I'm, I, and prior to this broadcast, I'm, Derek and I are children at heart and, <laughs> and love watching fake wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it just reminds us back in, in the day of, you know, when WWF, uh, WWE, whatever you want to call it, but WWF was going up against WCW, yep. and and the Live Tour is now the the bad boys. They the are. Block. <laughs> yeah, they're stealing all the good golfers. They even asked Cam Smith uh, one of the interview questions right after he won um, uh, the championship: "Is are you moving to the Live?" And and he <laughs> he he declined. He goes, "That's for I play golf, and my management team makes mm. those moves. Right. I will let them." figure out what the best move is for me cuz I'm out here to win tournaments. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, good answer. You yep. should that's that's how it should be." You know, <laughs> but now it that would be an interesting thing because you have Dustin Johnson there. He is undoubtedly, undoubtedly their best golfer, but he's also the 20th in the world. He used to be number 1. Mm-hmm. You know, how how many of the top 10 guys are going to start moving and Cam if Cam uh, that that would be a big one. I looked um, actually right before Cam is number two right now. Is he two? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Scotty Scheffler still, still number one. number one. Couldn't tell you who number three is man. I could probably. Uh, it might be. It might be Rory, Rory actually. He, he's been playing good too. Yeah. He's just <clears throat> knocking on the door every week. Mm-hmm. But um, always, always a new week with yeah. with the with the live tour. I feel like you know the live tour is not going to live long. I, I just <laughs> I just have this you know how, what's the shelf life of that thing? But yeah, so more maybe, updates on that front. Um, so there's actually some I heard some and I don't know if this is true. Um but I heard some finally some formatting of the live tour. Okay. Um and, and they're supposedly using like the F one racing model. That mm. so that's why they have teams. Um if you if you watch it all, you know, everyone is assigned a team, basically all the golfers and, and they do team scores. Hmm. But it, so it's gonna be it's gonna be team based, like the Formula One. Um, so, you know, you can sponsor, you know, the team and things like that. Like, you know, I don't know exactly how it works, but you know, like red team, Red Bull and all that stuff. So it's still got to have a little bit of, there's gotta be some legs to the live though at the end of the day. Cause Dustin Johnson did not lose his tailor made sponsorship. A lot of these other guys that jumped did lose their sponsorships Mm -hmm. and DJ's just big enough and, and a headliner enough that he didn't lose the tailor made, you know, uh, marketing budget. So but the, so with all these defections, last yeah. thing we'll say, the the sponsors are starting to ask questions, and the, the, 
I really thought at the beginning this is just kind of a you know pet project of some you know Saudi prince or whatever. Right. But it's it's a real thing now. Hmm. They have real competition. They keep taking golfers away. Uh, they appear to have a plan now. Um, so I think at the end of the day, those two tours are going to need to learn to co- coexist right. somehow. Um, but I guess we'll wrap up on, and, and, uh, and, and just out of, out of the blue, it's on my mind and I didn't prep for this and I don't <laughs> think you did either, but crypto is ripping <laughs> yeah. like, a th- like a, I'm looking, I just looked at Ethereum and just by itself, it's up like 60% in the last two to three weeks. Yep. I don't know what happened. Like I'm trying to figure out exactly what happened because you you actually have some of these brokerage firms that went belly up. They can't they can't yeah. pay, <laughs> and, and, and the things are ripping. I don't under I don't know if it's people coming in that felt it's the bottom, mm-hmm. you know, technical analysis or or whatnot. But um, I, I just want to point that out. I'm really I'm really intrigued, and I and I need to do a little bit more research. But I I cannot believe how how well for the ultimate risk asset to be just ripping right now. Yeah, it's crazy. And it always seems to go with the market. So if the market's having a good day, then crypto seems to be ripping. So I'm not sure how that works either, but that's what we're saying. (laughs) So, all right. Well, hey, congratulations on on your win as well. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy that lunch. Thank you. Some free barbecue coming on Friday. Maybe we'll tweet out some pictures or something like that. But yeah, picking Cam Smith like that was impressive. Thank you. Although I will say Bryson, I think, finished in the top 10. And he was, you know, like 25,000 to one to win or something like that. Yeah. So, well, thanks to everyone for listening. I uh, appreciate you all out there. If you have any uh, questions, comments, uh, ideas for the show, hit us up at info at swpconnect.com. And we will talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.